Our reading this evening comes from John chapter 18, verses 33 through 40, and our character from the Passion narrative is Barabbas tonight. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus, amen. In our reading, John tells us that Pilate offered Jesus to the people, and the people chose Barabbas instead. How did this happen? Jesus and Barabbas are not exactly interchangeable with each other. Barabbas was more than just a thief. He had been arrested for insurrection and for murder. Imagine how absurd this choice would have been at any other point in Jesus' ministry. Imagine the wedding at Cana. Who would you want to invite to your wedding? Jesus or Barabbas? When the wine runs out, who do you want to be out back with the servants? Or imagine you see a blind man sitting in the street, and the crowd around you starts to get excited, and then somebody near you says, Barabbas is coming. Is there any kind of hope or healing in store in that situation? Or when Lazarus has just died, for whom do Mary and Martha send? Jesus or Barabbas? Who do they want? standing outside of his tomb and weeping and then calling out for the dead man to rise and come out of the tomb. Jesus brings life and joy and healing and mercy. Substituting Barabbas for Jesus is a horrible idea. But Pilate offered Jesus to the people and the people chose Barabbas instead. How did this happen? The weakness of Pilate is part of the story. Government is put in place by God to protect the innocent and to punish the wrongdoer. As governor, Pilate's job is to lock up the murderers and keep them off the streets. 
He's supposed to care about the truth. And yet we find him asking Jesus, what is truth? Apparently the truth is not a good enough reason for Pilate to let Jesus go free. If Pilate wants to keep control, he needs to consider other factors. The Jews must be kept from rioting. Rome requires that Pilate do whatever necessary to keep the peace. And unfortunately, defending the truth doesn't always keep the peace. Pilate is in a weak position. He has to keep too many people happy. Other priorities keep him from fulfilling his obligation, his obligation that was given by God to protect the innocent. He makes one last attempt and offers Jesus to the people, but the people choose Barabbas. What about those people? The crowds who cried out, crucify him. The leaders of the Sanhedrin, the chief priests, and the common people who were there. They had heard Jesus' teaching. They had seen his miracles. Jesus had demonstrated to them that he was the Messiah, the Son of God. But he wasn't the leader that they wanted. He threatened their position and their comfort. They thought that accepting Jesus as Lord would cost them too much. And so they chose Barabbas. What if you and I had been there? Imagine being Pilate, faced with this decision, knowing that a man is innocent, but also knowing that coming to his defense will stir up your enemies against you. Do we compromise the truth and cut corners like Pilate did? Do we look for easier ways out of a tight spot by letting the truth slide just a little? Have we maintained our position and our good name while failing to step in and speak up on behalf of an innocent person? We may be more like Pilate than we'd like to think. And what about the Jewish leaders and the crowds? How often do we have Jesus offered to us and we choose something else instead? Maybe Jesus makes us uncomfortable. Calling him Lord means we might have to change what we're doing or how we're living. We're happy to acknowledge him from a distance, praise him while things are good, like the crowds did on Palm Sunday. But if our comfort and our convenience are threatened by his presence, how quick are we to replace him with something else? Imagine being a mother or a father in that crowd in front of Pilate. Your children live in Jerusalem. They play in the streets. You count on the Romans to keep the peace and keep your family safe. At night, you lock up your home and you put your kids to bed and you pray to the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. You pray to God that he will keep your family safe. In the daytime, you speak with your friends and your family about your fear that religious zealots and rebels like Barabbas will bring the wrath of Rome down on your city. What violence and destruction will be caused by men like Barabbas? 
And yet you stand there in the crowd calling for Barabbas to be set free and put back on the streets. Our sin is so corrupting, so twisted, that it causes us to think good is evil and evil is good. We throw off the blessings that God gives to us and we reach for things that will destroy us. Just when we need Jesus most, we choose Barabbas instead. What caused Jesus to replace Barabbas on the cross? The answer to that question involves a lot more than just the political climate in Jerusalem at the time. The answer has to do with our own hearts. And it has to do with God's gracious love for sinners. Jesus replaced Barabbas, and he replaced us to free us from sin. The envy of the Jewish leaders and the fair-weather disposition of the crowd, the weakness of Pilate and the abandonment of the disciples, the betrayal of Judas and the denial of Peter, all these characters and motivations that march around on the stage surrounding Jesus' passion, none of these are big enough factors to outweigh the one character who's actually in control. What caused Jesus to replace Barabbas on the cross? Jesus himself, in obedience to the Father, baptized with the Holy Spirit, stood at center stage and walked toward his cross and his grave and his resurrection. This was his plan from the beginning of the world, and he had you in mind the whole time. Your salvation from sin required a perfect sacrifice. And so the Son of God humbled himself and took on human flesh and was born of the Virgin Mary. Jesus made himself interchangeable with Barabbas by taking on hands and feet and a side. For your salvation, he suffered, was crucified, died, and was buried. He defeated Satan and was raised to life, and he will raise you from the dead when he comes again. Pilate was not in control. Rome was not in control. The crowd was not in control. Barabbas, sitting in his prison cell, certainly was not in control. Paul writes to the Philippians, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. You and I, like Barabbas, have had our dark prison cell opened up. We've been led out into the blinding light and have been told that Jesus has taken our place. We had chosen sin and death 
but Jesus chose to give us life and salvation. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.